1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Wednesday, it's December 21st, it's 2022. We have 11 NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast, and I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Priester, what's happening, my friend?
2: Man, I'm good. Let me just say, I think one of the most beautiful things about doing a live podcast for the Morning Grind is getting the intro music injected into my veins before we go into the show. I mean, listen, folks. I know if you don't, if you haven't recorded a pod before or any type of live streaming, get that intro music, man. It just it gets you pumped up. Uh, so that intro music. Shout out to the intro music today, and uh, let's ride, man. I'm ready to got eleven game slate. Let's get rolling.
1: It, it just it gets you going like that that like right that but 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 like it just i mean they can't see us because we have the overlay on but we jam out every time and so for for years for years so i've been recording this podcast the first one was april of 2016 so i've been recording this podcast for a long time now so this is like the i mean this last month has been like the first time that the intro has been playing before we get started and like, yeah, just get you pumped up. Like I have to listen to it in post editing and stuff like that for forever, but uh just get you, it just gets you going, it gets you going. Yeah. Brent, what's up? What's up? Hanging out on YouTube, everyone. Welcome to hang out on YouTube during these live broadcasts. So we're going to break down this 11 game slate. I gave him, I gave him a shout out yesterday. I got to say it one more time. Balance uh Will, I, I told everyone, uh, that I got a text from you that just said J J Val. Um, And it was just, it made me laugh. Um, I was doing some stuff with family and it made me laugh because I hadn't watched it all. And I was like, all right. All right. I I see you. Will, I see you. Uh, So, you know, we're just the new morning grind game is like, who is your um, J Val today? Um, Instead of your, let's get weird GPP play of the day. So um, anyway, all joking aside, Let's get into this NBA slate. 11 games to talk about today, a few back-to-backs. We get started here with Milwaukee at Cleveland, Two sixteen and a half and a half total here. Cleveland a small 2 point favorite, which is interesting. Um on the Bucks side, I mean Middleton's doubtful. And then on the Cavs side, Rubio's still out. Um Lamar Stevens is doubtful. Dean Wade and Windler remain out as well. Um Hey, listen. I had a I had a call. I, I said, "Markin in tonight. He's having a a, a game. So take Man, that,
2: Valanciunas." Like... <laughs> Markin had like I think he had like twenty in the first half. Twenty real points. Like yeah, like twenty was, less than
1: Like twenty less than yesterday. So all right, I'm out of it. Let's talk Milwaukee Bucks. Slow game. Well, like we have two of the better defensive teams in the league here. Um, I'm definitely concerned with that. We know ca- the Cavs play at the slowest pace in the NBA, and Milwaukee's kind of middle of the road. But we have the two best defenses in the league. Cavs are number one. Milwaukee's number two. We have two of the top five net rating teams in the NBA. This is a good basketball game, but DFS-wise, is there anything standing out to you for the Bucs?
2: Uh, I mean, Matt, see, the only thing I can think of is if this game – was super competitive, um, and these guys kind of went down to the wire. Who's going to be on the floor? Excuse me, I'm so sorry, folks. Forgive me. Uh, I mean, it's going to be these main guys here from Milwaukee. We already know that uh, Chris Middleton's most likely. He's doubt I doubt he plays here. Uh, no need to to push him out there. They need him for the playoffs. Uh, once again, I'm committed to not playing. Drew Holiday in this mid-8K range. And, Stevie, that might come back to bite me. It, it probably is a little bit different now that we know Middleton's not going to be in. But still, I just – like you said, this is going to be a tough defensive game. Um, the one guy, though, that's sneakily been been just kind of getting there, I think is a guy we talked about the last time, Um And that's Grayson Allen. Like, I mean, as long as he's 4,200 playing almost 30 minutes in some cases, I think we have to consider him. Um, He's a really good play. And then I think the last time we had Cleveland on the slate as well – well, we're not talking about Cleveland yet. I'll I'll talk about that when we get there. But I think I got to agree with you here going back to a previous comment we had a couple days ago. Grayson Allen at 4,200, you know, a guy that can shoot the rock a little bit. And he's been picking up some peripherals. I think he's in consideration.
1: So, I mean, for me, my favorite play from the Bucks, and it's really just a DraftKings play, is Brooke Lopez. He's 5,600. He's continually put out these, like, 30-plus point games in two matchups against the Cavs this season. He's averaging 37 fantasy points. We'll take 37 fantasy points at 5,600. <laughs> he's been – like, he got to that, like, peak price – and then he came down, and now, like, he's kind of right where we want to, I think, tack this price. So, with Middleton out, he just seems to do better with Middleton out, and with Middleton doubtful for this game. Brooke, Brooke Lopez, of all people, um, someone that I really like here at 5,600. I think he has double double upside in this game. And I mean, at his price, that's, that's fantastic. So, I don't hate it. Um, and then going to the calf side, I mean, it's not that I don't want to play Giannis and it's not that I don't want to play Mitchell. They're just so expensive. And I feel like these expensive guys in this game are just, unless this game just becomes like a really intense back and forth shootout type of game, which I don't think any projection system is going to project that. Um, I mean, maybe that's why you have interest in it, but I-, I just don't see a ton of interest here on really either side of this game. maybe, Maybe on the flip side, Allen at 6,600. But, I mean, I I don't even know if I can go there.
2: Yeah, I I think for me, Stevie, I'm with you. This should be a tough game. Uh, Garland 7,800 again. uh, Donovan Mitchell 9,100. Here's someone, Stevie, and I'm going to keep mentioning this. um, As long as Kevin Love stays in this 3K range, I'm playing him. So we saw his minutes – in the previous game, he played 24 minutes against Utah, Stevie, and he put up 21 fantasy points. He was 3,700 in, in that one. He could easily get to 30 if the stars align here. Uh, he did that, Steven, only took three shots. He only took three shots and he put up 21 fantasy points, 10 rebounds, three assists. Imagine, and, and then in the game before when they played Dallas, he took 10 shots. So, and he put up 18 fantasy points. When, when when the stars align for us here, Stephen, he goes, he shoots like six for 10 one game. And probably if that's the case, he's probably what, two, of four from three or something like that. Plus the rebounds. We're going to have a 30 point fantasy score in our hands and nobody's going to be playing him. I, I, I'm going to keep Kevin Love at the top of our brains here at, at top of mind for, for these things as long as he's in this under 4K.
1: I mean I think all we I think all we needed to see was 24 minutes. Yep. I'm not worried that's about it. the shot attempts. They'll come. Um 24 minutes now he's too cheap. Like that that's what we needed to see. 15 to 19 minutes was tough. 20 plus minutes at 3800 I just he he has to be in our player pool. Yeah. Cuz if he gets hot I mean, he breaks the slate. So yep. he could easily bust, but at his price, I mean, he won't win a tournament if he gets 20, but if he gets 25, you're you're looking really good. So Detroit at Philadelphia is where we go next. This game, two twenty-five total. The 76ers a 11 and a half point favorite in this game Detroit second end of a back-to-back we'll see if anything comes out of that game maxi remains out and Corkmaz is questionable on the Philadelphia side anything standing out to you here for Detroit
2: no man nothing crazy um you know you've got I will say this you've got Duren who's been playing good minutes um in the props world Steve. I mean he's been great even at 4700 against Philly I think he's okay Let's see how he handles Embiid. Uh, had another – I think he had another double-double tonight. If it wasn't, it was close. Yeah, he had another
1: really good. Yeah. yeah. But he so, didn't have a – yeah, he had a double-double. It was like – I think it was 15-13 or something,
2: 15-14. Yeah. So, like, we're at 4,700. Like, I don't hate it. Embiid's um, going to be a tough matchup for him. Somebody who started to play really well here recently is Jaden Ivey. Um especially in the scoring department like i think tonight with previous slate i don't remember exactly how many points he had but i know i mean he at one point man i think he scored six uh, six or six points straight or something like that for for the pistons um uh, he's not going to get as many minutes as bogdan but at 4800 i think he's in the pool like he was he was in the 6k range at one point Stevie, and at 4800 i think we hop back on the train here we might see a theme of that over the next week during this Christmas break. Just identifying guys that were up there and now they're priced back down way too cheap. He probably should be fifty five hundred, not forty eight.
1: Uh, he's really the only guy. I mean, I I Jalen Duran was one of my favorite value plays yesterday. You know, talked about him on the expert survey, talked about him in tags and stuff like that. Um, tough matchup against Embiid. I will. Yeah. I would be. I'd be shocked if he ends up not getting in foul trouble in this game um, or just struggling in general in this game because the matchups are so tough for him. So maybe he'll prove me wrong. I mean, he, he seems very talented, but I think this is a game where I've been playing him a bunch. I put him on the shelf and play him next time around. Um, I do like uh, the Ivy call. Does he come off the floor if this game gets out of hand? It's tough to say. Um I mean, Detroit has been playing teams real close enough where we haven't seen them playing too many blowouts this year. Um, so it's tough. But outside of that, they just spread the minutes out so much, so much that if no one gets ruled out here on the second end of a back to back, I really don't have a ton of interest. And in, I mean, Philly should crush Detroit and Joel and Bede should just have a day. If this yeah. game stays remotely close, um, that, you know, and B could, crush. I just, I hate projecting blowouts, but I also, I'm just concerned about this game staying close.
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you 100%. Um, I still like Embiid. Um, I'm trying to think about the last, looks like the last blowout here recently. Um, Looks like Sacramento or Charlotte. Either way, like, he was still able to get there. And I I guess what we're banking on is, and I don't want to sound like I'm talking in circles, but man, because you're looking at DFS and I'm looking at props. And a lot of times I'm looking at first half props too. I've kind of got this system of, or or remembrance of how players perform in the first half. Let me just say Joel Embiid typically goes off in the first half. Like I'm talking about scoring 17, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 real points, sometimes in the twenties. Um, and then that, that kind of catapults him to that next tier, even in a blowout, I don't hate it for him. Beat at eleven five. If he was twelve k, I think I'd be out at eleven five. I still think he could squeeze out over sixty even in a blowout. I'm willing to roll the dice. Like I don't think it's cash viable per se, but in a in a GPP, like I'm more than willing to, to play him beat here.
1: Yeah, I mean for me. I love the Embiid first half prop call here. I feel like he smashes in the first half, and like it's, blowout it's doesn't crazy. matter. Like blowout just doesn't matter. Oof. Like if this game, if this game gets ugly, it doesn't matter because he just he smashes when you have the first half prop. So maybe, maybe that's where I like get my Embiid exposure, and then like large field tournaments. Like if you want to run like a Ivy. Type of stack or a haze type of play and run it back with like in beat, and you just hope you get the stealing the ceiling games. I don't hate it. Yeah. All right. We got the Pacers and the Celtics 232 total here. Celtics a 10 and a half point favorite on the Indiana side. I mean, Browns out, Tice is out. Not too much, and then on the Celtic side, Galinari is still out, and then Marcus Smart is questionable, so that's definitely one we'll talk about. Give me your thoughts here on the Pacers,
2: yeah, man. This is going to be a tough matchup for this team. Um, Boston at home, Boston not at home, it doesn't matter, they've been really good. Um, I feel like I'm mostly out on the Pacers today, and that's not usually my stance, but even you know. Tyrice Halliburton has been incredible, man. But Boston has been, Boston has been a different level of competition this year, and so I, I don't think I want to waste any roster spots on Indiana players today.
1: Boston allows the third fewest fantasy points per game um, to opposing shoot point guards, so it's a tough matchup here for Halliburton. Um, yeah. And if you're playing like a, a Tatum or Tatum or, like, a Brown, and you're just hoping the game stack works, sure. But I still think, like, if I'm going to do that, I would I would probably go, like, Turner and hope that he finally has a, a ceiling game, like he finally has that, like, bounce-back big game. But Boston's just tough. They just don't allow a ton of fantasy points in general. I think they're fifth-fewest overall fantasy points per game. Um, yeah. So it, it's just a tough team to really target against especially at the prices right like Halliburton is expensive if he was priced down for this spot if Buddy Heald was 5,500 in this spot like yeah we're, we're having a conversation about it but at these prices it's just it's really tough yeah Boston I mean you could play Brown or Tatum if you want to Indiana is one of the best matchups um in the NBA my biggest my biggest thing here is just seeing if Marcus Smart plays uh because if he is out then we're getting a potential cheap play um cheap play in like uh a Brogdon or a Numhard or Numhard's on the other side white white is who I thought so um mm-hmm. like a Derek White or a you know Brogdon type of play and White's going to play 30 minutes or somewhere
2: near that like 3,900, I'm with
1: you, bro. Brogdon is – he's kind of been in that 30-minute range too, and you're getting – I mean, you're getting a fantastic matchup uh, against the Pacers. So uh, what are your thoughts here on the Celtics?
2: Man, call me crazy. I almost like Brogdon more with with Marcus Smart in (laughs) because he comes off the bench and gets all the shots, right? Um, But, yeah, Brogdon at 5,100, I'm still in on that, especially – against Indiana. So, you know, you, you don't have to you you don't have to sell me on on Malcolm Brogdon. Like I I in that that that's a great price for him playing 30 minutes, you know, for a guy that can score. He can score 20 real points in this game. Like he could. So, I, I I I I'm in on Brogdon and I'm also in on White though. White with the price at 3900 I don't think in a in a in a general sense he has as much upside as Brogdon but that price disc discount is nice. I mean, we've got two 3K guys that we can play, a 5K guy we talked about already. Um, this slate is coming together.
1: Toronto at New York facing the Knicks. This game is currently sitting at 218. The Knicks a one-point favorite in this one. Knicks on the second end of a back-to-back. We'll see uh, if anything comes out of that game. They didn't really have to play their full minutes in that one. Um, and they the didn't Toronto play stuff. their
2: full minutes, Stevie, which is maybe yeah. Coach Tibbs is coming around. I mean, they, they were blowing Golden State out. And so Randall and some of the other, they just they didn't play much in the fourth quarter or or at all.
1: Which is final. I mean, maybe because it's a back-to-back. Normal nights, you're just That's like, what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normal nights, you're getting 38 minutes still. Get out there. I don't care if we're up 25. <laughs> On the Toronto side, (laughs) Precious is out, Porter is out, and then Trent Jr., um, Gary Trent, is questionable. We'll start here with Toronto. I mean, Gary Trent, if he doesn't play, it opens up minutes for sure. Uh, What are your thoughts here on the Raptors?
2: This is is an interesting spot for me. I think I go back to Fred VanVleet at 8300. He had a rough, and I do mean a rough game against Philly. And it's mainly in the scoring department. He shot three for 15, Stevie, 20%. He was two for 11 from three-point range. So he took 15 shots. 11 of them were three-pointers. He shot 18% from three. It just wasn't his night. Uh, I'm willing to go back to Fred VanVleet if these guys continue to sit uh, because it does open it up for him. Now, OG's back, so uh, it's it's not going to be – I guess the same distribution, but man, I mean, I, I don't hate, I don't hate that call here uh, to get him in some lineups. I think I'm going to pass on Siakam at 10 He's got the upside. I get it. Uh, but, you know, New York's not going to be running up it. They're not, New York's not trying to get into a track meet in a general sense based on their coaching philosophy. So I don't, I don't think I'll end up playing him. If, if Trent sits though, I think, if Malachi Flynn and OG is back, don't get me wrong. How many minutes do you need? I think I need 25 minutes from Malachi Flynn to feel okay about playing him at 3200, even in this spot.
1: Yeah, I, I mean that's kind of where I'm struggling with this game. Is Van Vliet is back, and even if Trent is out, some of the price is just the some of the pricing is just so. I don't know if I'd necessarily say off, but, it. I mean, Siakam, like, ceiling-wise, in, in large field tournaments, Siakam is still, like, I think, kind of looking at my notes here, he's still the guy, like, that has, I feel like, the biggest ceiling that could still pay off. So, just, he's been... Siakam's been amazing on the road this season. I hate home road splits, but he's been amazing on the road this season. Um, so you know, maybe it's maybe it's Siakam, but I might just say, like, with OG being back here, it's just like I'm probably not getting to a lot here for Toronto.
2: Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, a hundred percent, man. Like, the, these prices are very restrictive for their full lineup being bad. And it's going to be hard to play them. I still like – I'm still somewhat in on on Van Vliet just because the Knicks have struggled with the point guard position, like generally speaking. Like even though they blew out Golden State and Jordan Poole didn't get there from a fantasy point perspective, Jordan Poole still had 26 points in three quarters. Imagine if he played the fourth. Like so I – I don't want to overlook that, and I think this is a, a unique spot for us because I don't think many people will play Van Vliet today at 8,300. And it's not its not going to feel good, but this is more of a matchup play that I think is going under the radar.
1: Yeah, fair enough. On the Knicks side, I mean, I had a ton of interest in Randall yesterday. Obviously, it did not work out. Yeah. Um, he Golden was crushing State. though. I mean Golden,
2: oh State my just God. Up.
1: Golden State keeps up in that game, and it's just such Woo! a different night.
2: Like, he, such was, a, he was different. on his way to I think I think he had like 12, 13 rebounds in the third, yeah. 15, but like he was on his way to a monster if you played four minutes.
1: What are your thoughts on the the Knicks in this one?
2: Well, I definitely think this one is going to be more competitive. And so I think we go right back to the well on Randall. I don't think this is a a bad spot. Um, you know, he's 9,200, but the, the up, he's starting to show the upside against you. Like if we look, I mean, his game log right now, past few games at 49, 42, 57, 49, 48. Like that's what I want to see. If we're going to be playing nine K guys, uh, Toronto, this should be, like I said, a, a, a much more competitive matchup. So I like him uh, a ton. And then uh, as, as kind of a, a secondary piece here. And I'm not sure if how much he will stick in this game because of the Siakam effect, but Mitch Rob is kind of like these other guys. Like as long as he's in that five, low 5k range, he's got upside for 35, 40. I want to get him in my pool.
1: Yeah. No, I, I I definitely hear you on that as well. Um I am. Oh, I'm like, Definitely okay with going back to the well on Randall. His usage is just, I mean, it's nutty right now. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I, I think that's the easiest way to say it is his his, his usage is just insane right now. So, and he's um, shooting threes Randall.
2: by Steph Curry.
1: I mean, Quentin Grimes is someone that I've been talking about a lot lately. I don't, definitely don't mind getting some Quentin Grimes depending on like what type of value. Um, opens up or doesn't open up on um, this slate so moving on we got chicago at atlanta Uh, 233 and a half total in this game the hawks are a seven point favorite chicago's on the second end of a back-to-back The Atlanta Hawks will be without um, Clint Capella in this one, and we'll see if anything comes out of the Bulls. Um, I mean, Vooch coming off of a big game. Any interest here in Chicago going up against Atlanta? Um,
2: I I don't hate this spot because the Bulls aren't really priced crazily. Like, when when you look at these prices, Stevie, and – like, Zach Levine's been in the upper 6K, lower 7K range all season. And this game, this game is going to have some pace pushed for sure. Like, th- this is going to be a pace up pace game. Uh, you know, the only guy that's really priced over 8K is DeMar DeRozan. He's at 8,500. Vuce is still down here at 71. And when Capella isn't playing. He should be able to take these guys out for lunch yet again. Uh, I, I like the Bulls here. Um, you know, I've heard some, some Kobe White chatters. He's playing, you know, in, in the 20s. I don't feel as comfortable with him as I would like a Derek White if if smart is out or, or Kevin Love just because they're going to have to get there in different ways. But, you know, the minutes have been there in certain situations. I don't like it, but I, I did feel like I needed to mention because he is 3,400. Like, you know, who's to say he doesn't go out and, and put up a 25 to 30 point fantasy game in this spot with the pace. So I don't. Hate it. Um, but but I don't love it. But I think I think it's pool worthy if you're playing large field.
1: I mean, the first time <clears throat> the first time these two teams played, DeRozan had a monster game. He went for like 60 plus fantasy points, is what I wrote down. Um, I mean, the only thing that I'm somewhat concerned about is Vooch, Levine, and DeRozan all played at least thirty-seven minutes on Tuesday night. Second end of a back to back against a team that likes to kind of run. Um, So, I mean, that's, you know, somewhat concerned. You know, Chicago, they have been playing a little bit faster this season, like eighth. I think they're eighth or ninth in pace. Um, So, I mean, this game is going to be really fast. I think that benefits, like, DeRozan or Levine more than it does Vooch. But with Capella out, I mean, Vooch, if they give him the ball against Kongwu. Good luck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, going Patrick Williams on small slates, potential value play, I mean, bigger slate like this, I probably don't get there on him. Um, and that's really it for me on the Bulls. It, it's really just the, the three guys most nights. Um, and then on the Atlanta side, with De- DeJounte being back, Trey Young is capable of monster games. But with DeJounte being back, it's really tough to pay 10-2 for him. Um, Yeah. You know, so, yeah, maybe maybe Murray being back gives him more, like, double-double upside than it did. Um, But I also think, like, Bogdanovich's shots are going to go down with Murray back. So, I mean, if you're wanting to just game stack this game and hoping for – I mean, Atlanta has one of the highest implied team totals on the slate – so if you want to do something like a Trey Young or DeJounte Murray, I'm not going to talk you out of it. But I don't love really anything here from Atlanta. Maybe John Collins is too cheap at 5700 if he's going to get his normal minutes.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: I, th- I think I glitched a little bit, Steve. I don't think I heard your last yeah. statement. I-, I heard you say minutes.
1: No, I just said John Collins at 5,700. If he gets his full minutes, maybe he's in play. But Okay. I mean, Atlanta is just, okay. I don't know. They're kind of price weird because people were out for so
2: long. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I do think Collins' minutes are going to come up, though. Like That was his first game back. He played 20 minutes. Do you think he's going to be on some form of a gradual ramp up to get him back to 30 maybe like maybe this game he plays 22 23 uh, at, at at those minutes I don't want to play play him at 5700 but um that is something to keep an eye on because if he's on ramp up if we can track this properly then in, in the within the next 2 or 3 games he's going to be playable I think but that's store you know store for another day not this slate but I'm with you I think everybody's priced up uh for the guys being out uh, Trey, you know, at 10-2, he was able to handle uh, the Orlando Magic. That ended up being a, a pretty tight game. He scored 37 real points, 13 assists. In a general sense, though, uh, I think I actually think his scoring may pick up a little bit more with DeJounte because he's got some help, but perhaps the peripheral take a hit. So it might balance itself out, but I'm with you at 10-2. I'm willing to, to put the pass on Trey. And I'll play some other guys for sure.
1: Interesting slate. I mean, this game, most nights you would really like the Atlanta side of this game. I mean, at most nights, like if you weren't on a back-to-back year, I mean, I would love both sides. I mean, this is a stackable game for sure. Um, So I I definitely like the potential stack of this game. Moving on. We got golden state at Brooklyn. No, no total in this game. I mean, who knows what the lineup is going to look like here for golden state. Um, on the Brooklyn side, I mean, really no one, I mean, they're everyone that is normally playing with them is playing in this game. So yeah, I mean, definitely interesting. We'll go to golden state first. Um, I mean, the biggest note is DiVincenzo Chenzo didn't play Tuesday. Um, We know that Clay is not going to play in this game. They, I mean, Kerr came out out and said that. I I don't know. Does Draymond play? If he doesn't play, I mean, Kaminga obviously would be in play. What are your thoughts here on Golden State?
2: Look, man, with Golden State, uh, doesn't this feel like another blowout?
1: (laughs) I I don't see how they keep this game close. Oh, man. I don't
2: think I want to play anyone. Like – Jordan, I mean Jordan Poole, could be amazing, but he's not going to have enough help. Let me say this. If Dray, we know Clay is sitting. If Draymond sits, like forget it. It's, it's no way. I don't think there's any way to keep this game close on a back-to-back. We saw them struggle uh, with the Knicks and and other teams, Steve. It's not just the Knicks. I think they just played Indiana recently. Indiana was playing fine. I. I just I just don't see how they keep this game close and I don't know who's cheap. Like maybe Ty Jerome is cheap enough for you to take a shot like for the blowout. Like like maybe maybe he's cheap enough. Um, you know, Kamega's five K now. So yeah. like you need you need real production from him for this to pay off. Uh I, I don't I don't like these prices. Wiseman is three K. Um, but I, you need him to play 20 minutes of it. I just I think it's the best spot to play any warriors right now.
1: Like if I'm ending like Moses Moody he's my let's get weird gpp play of the day for what it's worth. Um just so like when we get to that point of the game, you can't steal him cuz I'm calling it right now. Um Yeah. There you go. Um so like for me he's 3300 will. We know Clay's not playing. We know Curry's out. We know Wiggins isn't going to play. If Draymond sits two, if this game turns into a blowout, like there's so many ways for this guy to get minutes in this game. I mean, he played 32 minutes in the somewhat blowout. I mean, the okay, somewhat blowout. It was a blowout. The Knicks crushed the Warriors. They um, did. Oh, man. So, like if he is going to get 30 minutes, at thirty three hundred, I think it's worth taking a like a tournament shot. I think it's worth a risk. He's gonna shoot some threes. He's gonna, you know, be really close to like double digit shot attempts. So he might be my favorite play from this game. I mean, if you want to go I see like you you can't even run like a Jordan Poole like Durant Kyrie team. I mean, maybe you go Jordan Poole like Ben Simmons if the game stays close. Ben Simmons gets minutes and but I mean, I don't see how you could play really anybody from Brooklyn in this game. Um, Maybe Royce O'Neal, just because he plays like a zillion minutes every night, it doesn't really matter. So, I mean, for me, Moody, (laughs) of all people, um, if, gosh, if DiVincenzo's out, Moody, like if DiVincenzo plays, maybe I take some shots on him. Um, If Jermichael Green is Back and Draymond's out. Maybe Jamichael Green at 3,600. Like, Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a, you got to, you got to like swift, like go through the, the waves here. Uh, Brooklyn, what do you like here for the Nets?
2: Nobody. I, yeah. I'm expecting a blowout. Like, I, I can't play them either.
1: There's no line out for this game. I'm going to say it comes in at like minus 11 and a half,
2: Brooklyn. I can roll with that.
1: I think that's what it like, and that might not be enough. Like I might be underselling this. So, all right, we're moving on. We got Portland at OKC taking on the Thunder. Oh, there it is. Two thirty-four and a half total. Portland is a three and a half point favorite in this one. On. Struggling with this game. Oh, there it is. All right. Basley's out. Giddy's out. Trey Mann is out. Robinson Earl is out. And then on the Portland side, Grant is probable. Little is out. Nurkic is questionable. Um, yeah, that's where we're at with this one. Um, what are your thoughts here on Portland?
2: I mean, Dame at 10 six against this team. He played 39 minutes the last time. He only put up 28 points. Um, also only took 17 shots, which is probably three, let's say three to four shots lower than usual for him. Like, he, he's a guy that's going to take about 20 shots a game, roughly. You know, with upside for 25, 26, if he's rolling. Um, like, he's got some games sprinkled in there. Even recently, 23, 21, 22. 24 to like he's roughly 2020 shot attempt guy. So I I like Dane. The peripherals has been there. He's picked up a a fair amount of assists this season as well. Um, So I don't, I don't hate him, but especially if Nurkic is out, like he'll handle more of a scoring load. Um, And so he's a guy that while expensive, I'd be willing to take a shot on my only reserve once again is OKC's got a bunch of people out too so it could be a blowout last game was a lot closer uh, SGA played in that game so I, I definitely know that helped um SGA put up 35 I mean another 30 plus point game from SGA my God uh yeah
1: I remember man. mocking that game saying I can't believe Portland is only a seven point favorite in OKc won so um yeah I'm not going to mock it today <laughs> not happening.
2: But, yeah, I, I don't hate Dame here. Um, he's definitely a guy that could could get off and, and get rolling pretty good. But that's about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Anthony, Simons is going to eventually be like 6,200, 5,900, like in that range. We just got to continue to be patient on him yeah. or just wait for Lillard to be out of game.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I mean, that's really what it's going to be. I mean, with Lillard back, Simons needs to be like low 6Ks for me to have interest. 6,200 I think is fair. Yeah, I mean, if Nurkic sits, um, Drew Eubanks at 4,200, I think he's very much in play in this one. He's probable, and he played 32 minutes against the Thunder the other night. He shot four for four, had two blocks, seven rebounds. He's just, he's solid. He's a solid value play. Um, the Thunder side of this game, I mean, obviously, if you're going Lillard, you can go SGA if you want to go heavy game stack here. I don't hate that. Um, Jalen Williams has been playing really well, especially with Giddy out. He's 4,600. And then Kendrick Williams, um, two games since being back, 32 and 29 minutes. He's 4,300. So I, I don't mind the value with Williams or, you know, Williams or Williams, um, I, it threw me off. I was like, Williams, and then oh, i was going to say Williams again. So either either one of Kendrick or Jalen Williams. Um, Poku, they just don't want to give him minutes. I mean, they're, half no. the team is out they right don't. now, and I'm just out. Like, if he goes off and he beats me, he, he just beats me. Um, you know, so that, that's kind of where I'm at. I think Dort could potentially have a better game than he had the other night, but I like the value on the Thunder side of this game
2: yeah man um and I think we talked about this the other night like when these guys are this cheap you know Williams Williams um even even Lou dort at 5500 if he's gonna get 30 plus minutes that's still fairly cheap for him because he's somewhat of a main piece for this team um he he's a guy that they' they don't seem to be interested in pulling his minutes down uh I don't I don't hate it here. Against Portland, uh, at all, you know, we saw um, uh, the Williams guys yet again just continue to get minutes. You know, Jalen he played, uh, I think it was 30, 33 minutes, yeah, 33 minutes, put up 31 fantasy points, which is exactly, I mean, I'll take that performance yet again. Cambridge played 29 minutes, put up 24, had 30 the previous game. Those are definitely two pieces But I think if if you if I'm playing game. I may want to get one of those
1: guys on the other side. All right. Dallas at Minnesota is where we go next. This game has a 227 total. Dallas is a four point favorite. In this one on the Dallas side, Finney Smith is out. Uh, Josh Green, maxi out. Uh, Dwight Powell is questionable. On the Minnesota side, Rudy Gobert is questionable. Kyle Anderson is questionable. McLaughlin is out. Prince and Carl Anthony Towns remain out as well. Going to the Dallas side first. is uh, expensive at 12 6. Just kind of dudded the last time these two teams played. Like they just played. This is a repeat game of uh, Monday night when we did the podcast. And we were like, you know, he got ejected in that game. I don't know if like the extra seven or eight minutes really would have mattered too much i mean i don't he,
2: know it was he, like was a, at, he was at he's at 38 man
1: yeah but Oof. 38 and 28 minutes is not luca numbers I, I just don't know if he okay so he did so if he did eight more if he played eight more minutes and he got you know if he averaged two fantasy points per minute 16 is still 54 it's still not enough at twelve six. it was twelve five yeah. the other night so um, yeah. that's kind of what i was getting at i, I mean I, I think christian wood Is kind of just now in that price range where it's really tough to play him, even in a in above average matchup if if Gobert is out. Dinwiddie is interesting at sixty four hundred. Tim Hardaway should play plenty of minutes in this game as well. Um, especially with Finney Smith ruled out. Um I mean, I don't know where the minutes are going to go. I don't know if it will be like a Jalen Hardy type of play or if they roll out like Bertans more than like his 16 minutes they've been rolling him out. So, um, yeah, I mean, Bertans is 3K if you want to risk the biscuit. But what are your thoughts here on that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't
2: want to risk it with Bertans. I can tell you that. Um, I feel like as long as Lucas playing. It's always Luca, like yeah. and Kimball Walker. I mean, he played 24 minutes, but he's not 3K anymore. He went from 3100, to 6600, and now he's on a 63 and didn't get any type of price adjustment. Luca's back, Um, but we can't play him right now anyway. Like I, it's it's just Luca on this team if we play anybody, and I don't hate it. Like it's Minnesota, I don't mind going back to the wealth for what it's worth.
1: Yeah, definitely going back to the well, um, if I'm playing anybody from Dallas. I don't think you necessarily have to play anybody from Dallas on this big old slate. Um, What are your thoughts on the Minnesota side of this game?
2: So it's weird because Dallas is a fairly good defensive team overall. And, you know, Anthony Edwards is 9,500. Now look. There are certain players they can get off against anybody. We saw Anthony Edwards go for 65 fantasy points against Dallas, 67 against Chicago, 48 against OKC. Like, he's on one right now. But in a general sense, I don't think Anthony Edwards is a $9,500 player. You get what I'm saying? So I don't – I'm not playing him. I don't hate D'Angelo Russell. But once again, this has been a fairly good defensive team. Uh, He's still coming off of this injury. I just – I don't think I want to play anybody. Uh Gobert's still questionable as you already mentioned. I just as good as this game is, I think I just only play Luke if I play anyone.
1: Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's, it's fair for sure. Um I mean with Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert off the floor in this game. If you just take those two guys out, not like even including like Kyle Anderson, I mean, we're getting monster usage for Anthony Edwards. Like I know, like I agree with you, what you were saying. Um, I don't disagree at all. It's just, I mean, you look at the usage, 29% averaging 1.5 fantasy points per minute in 265 minutes. It's not even like it's a like small sample size. The guy is just absolutely mashed with Towns and Gobert off the floor. Yeah. Nas Reed has smashed with these two guys off the floor as well. I, like, you're playing Nas Reed at 5,900 if, if Gobert is out again, for sure. And then I think Anthony Edwards is an interesting large field tournament play. I mean, I get it. Looking at his like production and his minutes potential and his usage, those would be my two guys. Um, I mean, Jalen Noel, if Kyle Anderson is out and like Jalen noel is a guy we kind of project to maybe see like 30 minutes that's where i mean um that's where i think it could get interesting if anderson is out so
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help
1: I mean, man, they're they're rolling right now. Um, 223 and a half total. Orlando Magic, a two-point favorite on the Houston side of things. I mean, nobody really. I mean, Tate is out. Matthews is out. On the Orlando side, Wendell Carter Jr. remains out. Harris is out. Isaac is out. Okiki Suggs out. The big one that we're going to be watching here, though, is Franz Wagner is questionable with an ankle sprain. Uh, that happened the other night, so pay attention to that. That could be something that definitely changes the slate, but we'll start here with the Magic. Fultz, what is what is going on? Like I, I'm, I'm so tired Fultz, of Markel
2: Fultz, man.
1: I like this guy is just listen. He he missed camp. I mean, obviously with like the with the injury, um, I feel like he's starting to get into season form. I like. Even the other night against like Boston in the game that he didn't have a great game, the Boston games, like he still played well. He still had like some good plays. Like this dude's rolling, and him and Paulo, they're they're getting on the same page, and like it's opening up like some free assists for Folts. I mean, I don't think I want to pay AK for for Paulo. I mean, you can't. I don't know. It's yeah. Houston.
2: I don't know.
1: I think I think Folts crushes in this
2: game. Yeah, I, I don't hate Folks here. Um I, I was just saying I'm so tired of Markel Fultz because you know he was a guy I was on the on this under on the point rebound prop. And not work. well the other night it didn't work. It worked in Boston, it's worked a couple other times, but he's played at, at 30 minutes now. Like I can't I can't consciously start taking unders on those those types of numbers when he's at 30 minutes. So um now now watch this Steve. Now here's the funny part about props. I know we're talking fantasy. I'm going to get right there. But here's the funny part. I go and take the over against Houston, and he flops. You already know how this works, right? So tomorrow's going to have a bad game. I hope not. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on, faults At 5,700, I definitely think he's a guy you can look at. Uh, Cole Anthony is is another guy if, if Wagner is out. If Wagner is out, I think Cole Anthony gets the 25 to 28 minutes because he, he they'll need him for scoring, I think. Um, so so he's another guy I think would would kind of creep into the mix. I wonder how that would affect a guy like Bo Bowl and kind of his role with it. Like, do you think he gets back up to 30 minutes if he's out? Because now he's kind of back down in this 20 minute range. Um, I'm just, I don't he's just somebody so. I'm thinking about.
1: I don't think well, I mean, so. I think Mo Wagner has been playing so good that I don't think Bull Boyle uh, gets there. I think like Terrence Ross it gets extra minutes in this game if that happens. Um Man, like Terrence that's where I, that's where I think the minutes go.
2: He's like a friend now. He's mentoring at this point.
1: <laughs> Listen, they have no problem playing him like 28 32 minutes in this game. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Who else do they got? I mean that that's just like that's, that's just why what I like the Oh, I mean, I agree with you on Anthony. They could use um, 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 um Schofield too. Oh, like Schofield yeah. is a oh, potential boy. like minute guy as well um, in this one. So yeah. I don't know how much like we really want to trust that, but he's someone that could potentially play if Franz Wagner is out. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, the matchup and the magic they they've kind of been playing really well here recently um not a deep bench so if if like franz wagner is out i think you'll kind of be able to project where minutes are going to spread out to um but fault's my favorite play from orlando here the the houston side of this game i mean houston is somewhat interesting they're definitely going to try to push the pace a little bit more than the magic but they both play kind of bottom 15 pace um. So uh, you just, Orlando, Orlando and Houston just have such bad defenses in general that like the Houston side could definitely work with the you know the Orlando side. So what are your thoughts here on the Rockets?
2: I like the Rockets. I mean this this should be a good game. But here's the crazy part though, Stevie. And, and man, Orlando's actually been playing good basketball here, like with good teams like Boston. Now, I know I think Tatum was out for one of those games, but I think he was in another one, and they played just fine. So um, I, I like this spot with Houston. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. is down to 7,100 now. Like, you know, if this game is competitive all the way through, that's going to be a good price for him. Um, I'm Jalen Green at 7,200 is not bad either, uh, but I don't think it's as good as, as KPJ because of the peripherals. I just think KPJ has more peripheral action. And then um, Jabari Smith, he's been picking up big minutes here recently. Uh, He's got 30-plus point upside. I don't mind him as well.
1: All right, we got the Lakers going into Sacramento. Um, 229 total. The Kings a six-point favorite in this game on the Lakers side. Davis is out. LeBron is probable. Reeves is doubtful uh, with the ankle injury. Westbrook dealing with a foot injury. He is questionable. And Tosiano Anderson remains out. The Kings side of this game, Sabonis is questionable. And Harrison Barnes is questionable. Um, I think his hand for Sabonis and like a quad injury for Barnes. So we'll start with the Lakers side. I mean, LeBron's under 10K with no Anthony Davis. I mean, that's that's just a spot where I have circled and I'm ready to go. Um, I, I like this one a lot for LeBron. And then Bryant is still 5,300 with no AD. Um, I'm not worried yeah. about that Phoenix game. They got smashed. I think this is like those are the two guys I'm looking at.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thomas Bryant. And Thomas Bryant essentially should have – more upside with LeBron on the court <laughs> because it, all yeah. the attention is going to be on him. So I, I, I like that call a ton. Um, you know, it, so Westbrook is questionable, which I think is actually a bigger deal than AD being out because we already know AD is out. You get what I'm saying? So, yep. so if, if Westbrook doesn't play, I think that's going to open it up for Dennis Schroeder again. So at forty seven minutes
1: are there for Schroeder anyway.
2: No, I know, but I'm saying if Westbrook is out, like yeah. his opportunities are going to be there at that price versus Westbrook being in, taking rebounds, taking assists, taking shots. You know, we saw Dennis Schroeder with LeBron out. He took 19 shots, took 12 against Washington, 12 against Denver. I, I think if Westbrook is out, like Schroeder's going to be uh, a, a really good player on this slate against Sacramento.
1: Walker and Schroeder are really interesting if Westbrook sits. I mean, these guys are going to have to play so many minutes, especially with Reeves out as well. I mean, if Westbrook sits, yeah, I mean, the Lakers, I think they could keep this game close too. And I don't think they really want to play like Patrick Beverly, like 35 minutes. So, I mean, this is definitely an interesting spot um, for the Lakers. The Kings side, dude, if Sabonis sits in this game, I mean, how do you not have a ton of interest in like Keegan Murray? I know, listen, Fox, fantastic play. We're not even, like, I don't I don't want to, like, skip past the obvious, but I would have a ton of interest in Murray um, if Sabonis doesn't play in this game.
2: So here's my question. Do you think they play Rashawn Holmes if he sits? <laughs> I mean, it's him He's or three play, man.
1: I, it's going to be Holmes or Lyle's, right? Like, I, I think you'd it's play whoever be. starts. And it's a 10 o'clock game. So you really won't have that at
2: lock. So he's 3K. Like, man, Get, give me Rashawn Holmes for 3K. I'll take it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, listen, I think a lot of us will take it if he <laughs> starts. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts overall here on the Kings?
2: Uh, I, I think this game. The Kings should probably win this game, especially if if they're at mostly full strength. Like if Sabonis plays and uh, Harrison Barnes plays, like I think they beat the Lakers. And I don't and I don't think it's that tight of a game. Like I think I think they can beat the Lakers reasonably here if everybody's healthy. They got enough pieces to be done. Fox at eighty seven. I don't hate. But I think if Sabonis is out, he probably feels better at 8700 just because that should even the playing field a little bit more.
1: All right, we finish it out with your Charlotte. Oh, God. Bob <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm The Hornets oh, and the Clippers, boy. 224.5 total here. Clippers, a seven-point favorite on the Charlotte side. Cody Martin is out. Rozier is doubtful. And Dennis Smith Jr. remains out on the Clippers' side. Paul George, Reggie Jackson, Norman Powell, Zubach, all questionable. You say you're going to get destroyed. This game is a lot more interesting if Paul George and Reggie Jackson and Norman Powell and Zubach sit, for what it's worth. Um,
2: Well, well, we're going to get destroyed by Kawhi, for what it's worth. Sorry. I I know I didn't clarify that, but listen, Stevie – We've had trouble with LeBron and Kawhi and KD and Carmelo Anthony. Like, I'm talking about top-tier scoring for years. Like, nothing's changed, and we're getting a Kawhi Leonard that seems to be fairly healthy. Like, he's playing low 30s. Low 30s, played 32 minutes against Washington, 31-9. 31-9, one assist, one block, three steals. The claw was in big-time action. Played 31 minutes against Minnesota. If Paul George is out, Kawhi Leonard is very underpriced uh, to have superstar production potential. He'll be one of the top plays on the slate if Paul George is out against the Hornets. And I wouldn't blame anybody for hopping in there and getting in on that action.
1: I mean, starting with the Hornets side, um, LaMelo Ball fouled out the other night and he just absolutely smashed It, it. Like, he, you could tell he was a little slow and that I mean that's where the fouls came from a little bit with the second end of a back to back but he absolutely crushed he's averaging 1.5 1.5 fantasy points per minute with Rogier and Smith off the floor this season 32.5% usage rate i mean lamelo is one of the top plays on the slate even in a tough matchup the guy i'm worried about is Ubre. i mean I'm sorry about your luck, Ubre. Kawhi is still pretty good defending. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a spot you are overweight on LaMelo. And maybe even, like, some tournament shots on a guy like Hayward. Um, if you think Kawhi is going to guard Ubre, like I do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is ball. Like, I, I love LaMelo in this spot.
2: I don't hate it. Um, somebody else has been getting big minutes. Now, we didn't see the production the other night. Um, he didn't take a whole lot of shots, but the rebounds were there. I keep sneaking in P.J. Washington at 5,400, Stevie, because I know he's got 35-ish upside night to night tonight if the shots fall. As long as he's playing thirty minutes, you know what I mean. If he's played twenty five minutes, I wouldn't worry about him. He's playing thirty to thirty two minutes. I I don't hate PJ Washington here.
1: Good old PJ Washington. Um, Clipper side of this game, I think it's all going to really depend on injury news. If Paul George and Jackson and these guys play, I don't have a ton of interest. Um, outside of maybe like quiet at, at seventy nine hundred. These guys sit ton of interest in Kawhi, obviously. Um, Then it would kind of really just get interesting. Like you'd have to maybe like do some process of elimination um, in that like scenario. Like, do we think like if Zubac sits, I feel like it's going to be, what is it? Moses Debat debate. Um, Does he play 25 minutes? Like he hasn't played over 20 minutes yet this season. Like, he's 3500 he's he seems to be a decent fantasy point producer um oh no they just assigned him didn't they hold on now I got to go look
2: yeah brown brown was in over the weekend and so yeah so he got assigned yeah. but
1: he's on two way he could get called back for this game D-bot, debate
2: God, do you think Moses brown plays though he he's been <laughs> really good at times when he plays um
1: I don't maybe know.
2: Just, it's, it's, so here's what's crazy about Moses Brown: he, he was in OKC the last Corsi time Corsi was out, and got a good contract, and now he's bounced around from Dallas to. Oh man, such for that guy. Um, anyway, back on track here. I I don't know who will play. I think my main focus will be Kawhi, and then you know maybe some Terrence Man, maybe some. You know, Luke Kennard. like, I think I'd be sprinkling in these other guys
1: for what it's worth. Brown started last time Zubak was out and played 23 minutes, 3,700. That I mean, against Charlotte, yeah, that, that's definitely doable. Um, just an interesting game in general. Here, you, you're really just gonna have to see what the injuries look like on the Clippers. Hopefully, we get the news early. I mean, there's a potential that we don't. Um, so. That's always fun, um, always fun. So, all right. Um, any final thought? Oh, we got to play the morning grind game. Duh. Yes, we do. Oh man, I'm feeling it today. Favorite play under five k to go seven x. Who's your cheap guy today?
2: Um, I think I'm just gonna go ahead and go out on a limb with this one, Stevie. Give me. Um give me Dennis Schroeder.
1: All right. I like that. I'm gonna go Kendrick Williams. Very yeah. like a very high on him, just in general, right now. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go Kendrick Williams today. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust at the top today?
2: Uh give me Pascal Siakam against the Knicks.
1: All right. Um, I listen, I'm gonna go Durant just because I don't think this game is gonna stay close and he's gonna exactly. be able to get off the floor at like 32 minutes tonight. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say KD in this one. <laughs> Favorite six X play. Who do you got?
2: Kawhi Leonard against the Hornets.
1: All right, I like it. I'm gonna go Lamelo ball. I know it's a tough matchup. The usage is just through the roof right now. Uh with yeah. Rozier doubtful. Um, yeah, I mean the the usage and his production is just it's crazy high, so I like it a lot. Let's get weird, GPP player of the day. I already said mine. That's Moses Moody. Who do you got? Who's getting weird with you today?
2: Um, I, I'm trying to figure out how weird this is going to be. I think it's still going to be weird. This is a guy we kind of kicked off the pod with. I'm going Fred Van Vliet at 8300. I talked about how the Knicks are really giving it up to point guards. I think he has a bounce back game here. And I don't think he gets played a lot today because of that price.
1: Fair enough. Uh, Any bets, anything standing out to you here night before?
2: Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned it, Stevie. And I know this is going to be a tough game, but trust me on this, and I know you do, this is too low. Darius Garland has hit the books yet again at 7.5 assists. Way too low. This guy was at 9.5 and 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 10.5 to kick off the season. And he's averaging nine assists over his last five, nine, six, ten, twelve, and eight. And he's on the books at seven and a half again. Give me Darius Garland over seven and a half.
1: I like it. I like it. All right. That's gonna wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back Thursday with the football podcast, week 16, right? pretty sure it's week 16
2: yeah week 16
1: week 16 already it's crazy so we'll be back thursday with the nfl podcast and then basketball will return on friday i mean we're right around the corner from christmas hope everyone's staying safe and having fun with all that you know great holiday time so we'll see you all tomorrow for the football podcast have a wonderful wednesday